Good morning. Morning prayer starts on page four. From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles, and in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering for my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Venite, on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first 20 verses of Psalm 18 begin on page 359. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my stony rock and my defense. My Savior, my God, and my might, in whom I will trust. My buckler, the horn also of my salvation, and my refuge. I will call upon the Lord, which is worthy to be praised. So shall I be safe for mine enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the overflowings of ungodliness made me afraid. The pains of hell came about me. The snares of death overtook me. In my trouble I called upon the Lord, and complained unto my God. So he heard my voice out of his holy temple, and my complaint came before him. It entered even into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked. The very foundations also of the hills shook, and were removed, because he was wroth. There went a smoke out in his presence, and a consuming fire out of his mouth, so that coals were kindled at it. He bowed the heavens also, and came down, and it was dark under his feet. He rode upon the cherubim, and did fly. He came flying upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place, his pavilion round about him with dark water, and thick clouds to cover him. At the brightness of his presence his clouds removed, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered out of heaven, and the highest gave his thunder, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them, he cast forth lightnings and destroyed them. 
the springs of waters were seen and the foundations of the round world were discovered at thy chiding o lord at the blasting of the breath of thy displeasure he sent down from on high to fetch me and took me out of many waters he delivered me from my strongest enemy and from them which hate me for they were too mighty for me they came upon me in the day of my trouble but the lord was my upholder he brought me forth also into a place of liberty he brought me forth even because he had a favor unto me glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen here beginneth the fifth verse of the fourth chapter of the book of deuteronomy surely i have taught you statutes and judgments just as the lord my god commanded me that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess therefore be careful to observe them for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people for what great nation is there that has god so near to it as the lord our god is to us for whatever reason we may call upon him and what great nation is there that has such statutes and righteous judgments as are in all this law which i set before you this day only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself lest you forget the things your eyes have seen and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life and teach them to your children and your grandchildren especially concerning the day you stood before the lord your god in horeb when the lord said to me gather the people to me and i will let them hear my words that they may hear learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth and that they may teach their children then you came near and stood at the foot of the mountain and the mountain burned with fire to the midst of heaven with darkness cloud and thick darkness and the lord spoke to you out of the midst of the fire you heard the sound of the words but saw no form you only heard a voice so he declared to his covenant which he commanded you to perform the ten commandments and he wrote them on two tablets of stone for ask now concerning the days that are past which were before you since the day that god created man on the earth and ask from one end of heaven to the other whether any great thing like this has happened or anything like it has been heard did any people ever hear the voice of god speaking out of the midst of the fire as you have heard and lived or did god ever try to go and take for himself a nation from the midst of another nation by trials by signs by wonders by war by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and by great terrors according to all that the lord your god did for you in egypt before your eyes to you it was shown that you might know that the lord himself is god 
There is none other besides him. Out of heaven he let you hear his voice, that he might instruct you on earth. He showed you his great fire, and you heard his words out of the midst of the fire. And because he loved your fathers, therefore he chose their descendants after them, and he brought you out of Egypt with his presence, with his mighty power, driving out from before you nations greater and mightier than you to bring you in, to give you their land as an inheritance, as it is this day. Therefore, know this day and consider it in your heart that the Lord himself is God in heaven above and on earth beneath there is no other. You shall keep, therefore keep his statutes and his commandments which I command you today, that it may go well with you and with your children after you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord your God is giving you for all time. Here endeth the first lesson. Together Te Diem on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge, we therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the second chapter of the epistle to the Ephesians. And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us 
sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so that as, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. For through him, we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being lifted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Here endeth the second lesson. Together Jubilate on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he came to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, 
and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who knowest us to be set in the midst of so many and great dangers, that by reason of the frailty of our nature we cannot always stand upright, grant to us such strength and protection as may support us in all dangers and carry us through all temptations through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in this same with thy mighty power and grant... And grant this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I apologize for that uh, break in by my phone. <clears throat> Sometimes they get minds of their own. So this morning, um, if, you, if you were to look on the calendar, the 31st of January, Excuse me, this Sunday, the 30th, is the fourth Sunday in Epiphany. And um, tomorrow, I noticed, is uh, the martyrdom of King Charles. And I just threw that in there because um, it was tomorrow, and we're probably not going to do much with it because it's one of those that we we just usually don't do much about. But it kind of struck me this morning as I was looking at that. King Charles was martyred for his uh, belief that the church should maintain a high practice, high high worship, and it was during the period of the Reformation in 1650. And so I just uh, wanted to throw in a collect that they had. That's from the English prayer book way back. And just re a reminder that sometimes when we serve God, that um, we have to make decisions and stand up for them. And then it kind of brings to mind that that our, our decisions are, um, you know, we, as Bishop says a lot, we have uh, this life or the, the life of eternity in the kingdom. And so these are choices we make. So as we look at our scriptures today, um, what we see is is uh, kind of interesting because there's such a, a connection between them. We see a promise, and then in the New Testament, we see the delivery of this promise. And what we're looking at in the promise is the presence of God. And so in Deuteronomy, we have Moses speaking for God. And in Ephesians, we have Paul speaking for God. And so we have two uh, what we call great leaders of our church and our history. The other thing that brings to mind for me is that uh, I kind of grew up with the idea that there was the Old Testament and then everything changed and there was the New Testament. And so, of course, over time, what I've come to the realization is that there was the Old Testament and not everything changed. Everything was fulfilled. 
So this is the one continuous um, history of God dealing with us as his people. And his intention was always for the world to be, to be, he was God of the whole world and to bring his message to the whole world. And I think we've said before that um, the nation of Israel failed miserably in their uh, evangelistic outreach. But the whole idea and what we find in Deuteronomy is, is that the greatness of Israel because of their God would be a, a message to all the nations that, that, you know, they have their God living with them. But I saw some things in here that Moses is saying, or God saying through Moses, some things that we can remember as we go through our days. And in verse 9, he says, be careful or take heed and don't forget what this history is and teach them to your children. In verse 10, he he uh, reiterates and he says, remember, remember the, the fact that we were taken out of out of Israel, I mean, out of Egypt and that God's great, what God's great works were. And in verse 10, he says, assemble. And he says, uh, get together and be together. And, and we do that when we worship. And he says, teach the people. Uh, one of the things that we remember is and are taught is that God is merciful. God did not have to take the people out of Egypt, but he made a promise and he did that. Um, Ask is another thing he says in verse 32. And one of the things you ask is, is, is this, is there anyone else, anywhere, other way to go? And so when we measure the way of God compared to the way of the world, and we see the end of uh, the way of the world is death and the way of God is life, then that's a good ask. Uh, um, 39, he says, acknowledge. And we acknowledge who God is. And we remember who we are. And then in 40, a big one is keep, keep the decrees and commandments so that good, it will be good with you. And so that's what we do. We want it to be good with us and we want to live in the kingdom. So then we get to uh, Paul in, in Ephesians and there's a choice, it's death or life. And so the world is about gratifying the flesh and which all leads to death or life in God. And, uh, and again, in, in Deuteronomy, that was all the to enjoy God's presence. And so now we're going to get to see God's presence again. So um, we see uh, in verse four, the, uh, excuse me, verse seven in, in Ephesians, the incomparable riches is a gift from God. And in, in verse 11, he echoes Moses when he says, remember, remember who you are, who you were and who you are now. And remember seems to be a big thing because when we forget where we come from, we forget what's, you know, we make ba uh, bad choices about now. And so um, in verse 19, he starts calling us together, the Jews and the Gentiles. And there was pressure. The Jews and the Gentiles uh, historically did not get, get along together. And now we're throwing them into one place, into one church. And so Paul's making the case that they're all equal. And, of course, we read that in Romans. It was a, a long treatise about why the Jews were the same as the Gentiles and why the Gentiles had rights. And then, of course, it always ends. Um, it always ends with us serving God together and loving each other. And finally, um, the, in verse 21, it talks about, um, remember the woman at the well, and she asked that we, our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and the Jews worshipped at the temple on that mountain. And Jesus said the time is coming when we won't, we won't worship on a mountain, but in spirit and truth. And in 21, uh, Paul emphasizes that we become the temple ourselves because we bear we bear God in us through the Holy Spirit. And so it says again to keep because we are being built by God. So we keep this as a part of who we are as we walk. So um, 
And just a few thoughts on today's scripture, and, and we will continue with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it be pleased thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thy unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, have a good worship service at communion today. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Sabbath. Have a wonderful Sunday, everybody.